baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Now, a Media Minute with Megan Lynch. 2,500 local newspapers in the United States have shut down their presses since 2005. Some have been replaced by so-called pink slime publications, a reference to the meat byproduct sometimes added to beef. What may appear to be news articles can often contain political, emotionally charged language. Dara Warland is with the News Literacy Project. It's designed to look like a local news publication, um, but what it ultimately is is a partisan news outlet ultimately so that you know any viewer who's or you know reader who's consuming it is ultimately being um, brought into the partisan world of the publication. Who's funding these digital publications? Critics say it's often major political donors, candidates or political action committees and that could have an influence on the content you read. We explore misinformation and disinformation in the midterm elections in the latest episode of What the Media. Find it wherever you subscribe to your favorite podcast. Now, a Media Minute with Megan Lynch. Americans from across the political spectrum say misinformation increases extreme political beliefs and hate crimes. The survey from the Pearson Institute and the Associated Press Nork Center for Public Affairs finds that about three quarters of adult Americans believe misinformation is leading to more extreme political views as well as violence based on race, gender or religion. Overall, 91 percent say misinformation is a problem. The survey also finds that Americans are adopting habits to prevent the spread of misleading information. More than three quarters say they've decided not to repost something on social media because they think it might be misinformation. We're helping you be savvy consumers of media messages this midterm election cycle. Check out the latest episodes of What the Media wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Now, a Media Minute with Megan Lynch. When we search for election information online, are we getting a complete result? The News Literacy Project's Dara Warland says no. You know, when I do a search on Google and you do a search on Google, we're getting very different results because of every single act that we do on our search engines, you know, is ultimately predetermining the very next search that we do. And we're becoming increasingly siloed in our own little world that's being tailored to us. And, you know, that's great for advertisers. It's great for ultimately, you know, tailoring our world to what we like, but it's not exposing us to the broader world of information out there that might serve us ultimately. Here are some easy tips to burst the search filter bubble. Search in private browsing mode, delete and disable your search history, clear browser cookies and site data, spoof your location, or try other browsers that offer more privacy. The Media Minute is part of the KMOX Media Literacy Project, helping you navigate your digital world.
Now, a Media Minute with Megan Lynch. Why do broadcasters air campaign ads that may contain false or misleading information? If it's a federal candidate, under the Communications Act of 1934, radio and TV stations have no choice. Sandy Davidson is an attorney and professor emeritus at the University of Missouri. Let's say that we've got a federal candidate, so you know that you have to broadcast the ad. You preview the ad and you think it is dreadful. In fact, you think it is libelous. You hold your nose and you air the ad. You cannot edit the ad. You cannot time shift the ad. For legally qualified state or local candidates, all have to be treated equally and given the lowest rates. Ads from political action committees can be handled differently. Davidson tells the What the Media podcast, broadcasters can ask for proof of valid information because they can be held accountable for libel. If stations don't comply with election rules, they risk penalties from the Federal Communications Commission. You can learn more about election rules for broadcasters in the latest episode of What the Media. Find it wherever you subscribe to to your favorite podcasts. Now, a Media Minute with Megan Lynch. A media watchdog says Latino voters are being targeted by disinformation campaigns. Dara Warland is with the News Literacy Project. One thing we see is videos in English with Spanish captions that may not be accurate. So, um, you know, you may have candidates who are, or, you know, even President Biden saying something in the video that's being captioned completely opposite of what he's saying. Orland tells the What the Media podcast there aren't many Spanish language outlets to act as fact checkers and get accurate information to Latino voters. Check out our latest episodes looking at the media and midterm elections wherever you subscribe to your favorite podcasts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 